1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 90. Are the experts killing our savings potential? by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now, here's your host, Dan Warren. Hello and welcome back to a Friday edition of Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet, and we are of course here Monday through Friday. Today's show will feature a post from Kate Flanders. She's adopted the minimalist lifestyle, and today she's going to reveal to us that when it comes to savings, we've possibly been doing it backwards our entire lives. besides doing your savings backwards, I can assure you that if you haven't visited oldpodcast.com, you might be doing other things backwards as well, like trying to track your spending, plan your retirement, or prioritize your to-do list without having the right tools to get the job done. Those tools come in the form of three free spreadsheets that you'll receive automatically and for free, I might add. When you go to oldpodcast.com and enter your email address, you can also get your digital downloads by texting the word financial to the number 44222. And that's it for now, let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Are the experts killing our savings potential? By Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. If you've been following my posts since the summer, you know I'm partway through a year-long shopping ban in an attempt to live off less of my income and save more money. The idea was sparked by a conversation with a friend who told me she saved 20% of her income each month and therefore felt she could spend the other 80% on whatever she wanted. The comment was one I'd heard and read dozens of times before, yet it took her saying it for me to finally have the aha moment and ask, do you actually need 80% of your income or could you live off less and save more? I don't blame her for thinking saving 20% was enough, heck, I'd thought the same way for an entire year up until that point. My budgets were literally written around the fact that I would first save 20% of my income and then allocate the other 80% to everything else. Now that I've reworked my monthly budget and have seen how much I can actually save each month, a lot more than 20% when I don't travel, I finally realized something. We've been doing it backwards all this time. Growing up, I feel like one of the most common phrases I heard was to save 10%. I heard it from loved ones, from the media, and even from the experts. Dave Ramsey, savings equals 10%. If you're in the US, you've likely heard those words come out of Dave Ramsey's mouth. In his budget breakdown, he suggests you save 10% of your income. The leftover 33% not allocated below could be split amongst your living expenses, debt repayment, and more savings goals, but you're only told to save 10%. So, it's easy to see why some people might save no more than that if they followed this. LearnVest All financial goals equals 20%. LearnVest suggests using the 50 30 20 rule. With that, the first 50% of your income goes towards your fixed costs. For me, that's rent, utilities, and insurance policies. Then 30% covers variable costs groceries, gas, shopping, etc. And the final 20% is allotted to all your financial goals. LV says to focus on paying down credit card debt, building an emergency fund, and saving for retirement. If I had only allocated 20% of my income to all my financial goals when I was maxed out, I would still be in debt. I don't like this model because it literally tells you to spend 80% of your money. Bad advice, friends. Gail Vaz Oxlade. Debt repayment equals 15%, savings equals 10%. Gail's budget breakdown is the closest I would follow and did for a long time, other than exceeding the debt repayment amount. She suggests spending 35% on housing, 15% on transportation, car payments, insurance, and gas, 25% on living expenses, groceries, cable, internet, health life insurance policies, etc.), then allocating 15% for debt repayment and 10% for savings. If you're debt-free, Take what you would have budgeted for debt repayment and allocate the full 25% for savings instead. I would probably suggest this to anyone with debt who is writing a budget for the first time, but I still think we can do better. What the experts don't suggest, but should. Living expenses equals 50%. Notice I didn't mention anything about savings goals? That's because I think we've been doing it backwards this whole time. What if instead of telling us how much to save, We grew up hearing how much we should live off of instead. What if your parents had made you save half of every paycheck you earned as a teenager? What if your teacher of the personal finance class that only exists in my dreams had told you the goal of budgeting was to live off half of what you earned as an adult? What if the experts said the same thing in all their books, courses, shows, etc.? I wonder how different things would be if we'd grown up being told to live off half our income. Now, please don't take the title of this post too seriously. It's meant to be tongue-in-cheek to get your attention. I don't actually believe personal finance experts have hurt our savings potential. Without their advice, I probably wouldn't be in the habit of saving at all. I just can't help but wonder how different our financial situations might be if the conversation regarding budget breakdowns was turned right around from the start. So we were less focused on all these random categories and just focused on one, live off half. Pete did it and he retired at 30. So what do you think the rest of us could accomplish if we did the same? I also want to add that since our talk this summer, my friend is now saving 30% of her income. Oh, and she's not my friend, it's baby sis. At age 20, she's trying to max out her tax-free savings account and is obsessed with tracking her investments. My mini hero, so proud. You just listened to the post titled, Are the Experts Killing Our Savings Potential? by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com.
0: Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there
1: If you've got any comments about the post or today's author, let us know at oldpodcast.com. And while you are there, checking out our website at oldpodcast.com, why not take a step forward and sign up for our weekly newsletter? You'll receive our three free spreadsheets, a video tutorial, and you'll be entered to win a book. You can also text the word financial to the number 44222 to join. That's a great way to show your support for what we're doing here. And that's going to do it for this week of Optimal Finance Daily. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I will be back on the 4th of July where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from amazing bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life.